Please note that the information and guidance provided in this podcast are not intended to diagnose or treat any medical conditions. It is important to consult with a healthcare professional before starting any new exercise or meditation practice. Yoga, pranayama, and yoga nidra are practices that can be beneficial for many, but not suitable for everyone. If you experience any discomfort or distress during the practice, please stop and seek medical advice if necessary. The content of this podcast, as well as the accompanying videos, are for educational purposes only, and the creators of this podcast cannot be held responsible for any harm that may result from the use of this information. Welcome to episode zero of Silent Bliss Radio. My name is Liz, I'll be your host. Today we're gonna kick off the podcast by taking a closer look at how each episode will be structured, as well as some of the common terms we will be using throughout the episodes. Whether you're new to the practice or an experienced practitioner, it's always good to have a clear understanding of the language and concepts used in Yoga Nidra. In this episode, we'll go over terms such as Sankalpa and prepare you for the upcoming sessions. I'll also talk a little bit about the history of Yoga Nidra and finish with some tips, contraindications, and common challenges and how to solve them that will help you get the most out of your practice. So grab a comfortable spot, take a deep breath, and get ready to dive into the world of Yoga Nidra with me. Let's start the journey to finding our inner peace and calmness together. So what is Yoga Nidra? Yoga Nidra is also known as a yogic sleep, and it's a meditative practice that involves lying down or sitting comfortably and listening to a guided meditation that leads you into a state of deep relaxation. The practice is designed to take you to the threshold between wakefulness and sleep, also known as sleep with trace awareness, where you can experience a state of deep relaxation and rejuvenation. Yoga Nidra has its roots in ancient India. It is believed to have originated thousands of years ago as a way to achieve deeper states of consciousness and tap into the unconscious mind. It was first documented in the Upanishads, a collection of philosophical texts that form the basis of Hinduism, where it was described as a state of consciousness between waking and sleeping. Over time, the practice evolved and became a popular tool for promoting relaxation, reducing stress, and improving mental and physical health. In the 20th century, Yoga Nidra gained popularity in the West and has since been widely adopted by people of all backgrounds, seeking a natural way to manage stress and improve overall well-being. Today, Yoga Nidra is widely available in many forms, including books, CDs, online classes, podcasts, and workshops, and is widely recognized as an effective tool for improving mental and physical health. Yoga Nidra offers a variety of benefits for both the mind and body. Some of the most notable benefits include reduces stress and anxiety, improves sleep, increases focus and concentration, boosts the immune system, and promotes positive thinking. 
let's go over some of the common yoga nidra terms that we will be using throughout the episodes. Sankalpa, a Sanskrit term used in yoga and meditation that refers to a resolve or an intention, a deep, heartfelt resolve. Mantra, a word or phrase that is repeated during meditation to help quiet the mind and promote a sense of calm. Body scan, a mindfulness practice in which one systematically brings awareness to each part of the body to release tension and promote relaxation. Visualization, a technique used in Yoga Nidra to create positive mental images or scenarios to achieve a desired outcome. Affirmations, positive statements or affirmations repeated during Yoga Nidra to reinforce positive self-talk and beliefs. Now, how about some common challenges with Yoga Nidra and how do we deal with them? The number one challenge that comes up over and over again with practitioners that are experienced and beginner is falling asleep during the practice. If you fall asleep during the practice, it's okay. That means that your body needed the rest more than it needed the meditation. So if you don't want to use Yoga Nidra to fall asleep, which is a very good reason to use yoga nidra i see nothing wrong with that but if you really want to practice yoga nidra as a practice as a meditation and as a even a spiritual practice then i would try to practice in a room with not too low of light and also play around with the temperature sometimes when we have a little bit of a cooler temperature it's not as easy to fall asleep during the practice and make sure that yes, you are comfortable, but that you're not so comfortable that you're gonna fall asleep. So maybe practicing on a mat on the floor instead of the bed, sometimes that helps. It will take you a few sessions, especially if you're new to the practice, to figure out what it is, what the conditions are that are making you fall asleep. If you're practicing at a time when you're very, very tired, or if you're practicing in a position that makes you so comfortable that you fall asleep, or if you're practicing in a specific light setting or with a specific temperature. So kind of observe these parameters, and if you don't want to fall asleep during the practice, you can adjust those. Another thing that you can do is to keep focusing on what is happening during the practice, so bringing yourself back into the practice, and also reinforcing to yourself, I am aware, I am awake, I am aware, I am awake. Or in the beginning of the practice, you can start saying, I will remain awake, I will remain aware. So reinforcing that into your mind, that tends to help as well. Another challenge that people face is uh, difficulty focusing or staying present. Again, bring your mind back into whatever is happening. If we're going through a specific uh, part of the session where I am talking and there's things happening, it's easy. You can bring your mind back to that. Everybody's mind has a tendency to kind of wander off and give you something else to do, especially if it's a new practice and you have a tendency to have a lot of thoughts come in. 
it will take a minute until your mind gets used to, okay, this is what we're doing right now and this is what we're focusing on. So bring your mind back into the practice. If it is the part of the practice where we have silence and you want to stay focused and present, then you can bring your attention to body sensations. If you have a mantra, you can repeat it or you can repeat the sankalpa, which is the intention that we are going to be setting in each session. Boredom or disinterest. This is kind of a more rare challenge, I would say, but it does happen. And the only thing I have to say about this is try to pick a session that interests you, that the theme interests you. Try to pick a sankalpa that is resonates with you. If you're using a sankalpa that's going to be the same throughout every session, we're, we're, we're going to talk about this a little bit later. Feelings of discomfort or pain. If physical discomfort comes during the practice, adjust your body position or try to keep breathing to release the tension. Sometimes there's tension stuck somewhere in our body and through the practice it kind of gets released. Acknowledge it, try to breathe into it and release it. If you have some kind of body tension, say you have some kind of injury or something like that, or you know, for example, you know that your lower back tends to get sensitive if you're laying down on a mat for too long, then you can put a pillow or a rolled up blanket or a rolled up yoga mat underneath your knees. You can put a rolled up blanket or a pillow underneath your neck. Connect to your body. See if you have any kind of discomfort coming up in the beginning of the practice. You can always pause and adjust yourself. Again, this is something that it will take a few sessions for you to get comfortable and to find which body positioning is the best for you. And also it might change from session to session. You might have some kind of soreness today and then tomorrow when you practice again, that soreness is gone and you can be in a different position. If emotional discomfort arises, which is very possible, acknowledge it, choose to visualize a peaceful image, affirm a positive thought, just kind of look at the feeling, let it play out. If you feel like you need to express something, go ahead and express. Don't try to suppress anything that comes up during the practice. Just let it come out, express it, acknowledge it, it does help to journal at the end of your sessions so you can kind of write down what came up. It is very helpful sometimes to look back. Also, you can write down the sankalpa and what came up during the session and that can be helpful sometimes, especially if you're working on something specific. Just acknowledge the feeling. If you need to express it, express it. If you need to kind of think of something positive, then go ahead and do that. And then finally, difficulty relaxing. A lot of people, we're all go, go, go. We have a lot of difficulty relaxing, especially for longer periods of time. So the body scans will help with that, progressive relaxation. Also, I would highly recommend that you follow along with the yoga and pranayama movement and breath session that accompanies every episode. The links to the video for that will be in the show notes for each episode. So if you do a little bit of that movement and a little bit of that breath work, 
it really helps the body to kind of relax, the mind to relax. So going into your yoga nidra session, you will have much more success. It's not necessary for you to do movement and breathing before, but it really, really helps, especially if you're finding that you're having difficulty relaxing. What are some contraindications for yoga nidra practitioners? So who should maybe not practice or be extra careful? Pregnancy. Certain yoga nidra practices may not be appropriate for women during pregnancy and may put unnecessary stress on the growing fetus. So always check with your doctor, see if it's okay. Severe physical or mental health conditions. People with conditions such as heart problems, high blood pressure, epilepsy, or severe depression should consult with a doctor before starting yoga nidra. Recent surgery. People who have recently undergone surgery should wait until they have fully recovered before starting yoga nidra. Mental instability. People who are experiencing severe emotional distress, anxiety, or depression may find certain aspects of yoga nidra to be triggering and should proceed with caution. It is important to always consult with a doctor or medical professional before starting any new exercise or relaxation slash meditation practice to determine if it is safe for you to do so. So before I leave you, I'd like to give you a rough outline of how each session is structured. And this is how I like to approach Yoga Nidra. We start with setup and preparation, asana and pranayama movement and breath work, and then making our Yoga Nidra nest. So roll out your mat, get your pillows, get your blanket, get everything all nice and cozy. That's your Yoga Nidra nest. Then we move into relaxation. So breathing or tensing and relaxing. Then we move on to Sankalpa. This is our heartfelt resolve, and we have two options. Either you have one Sankalpa for a long period of time, so each session you use the same one. Say, for example, you want to quit smoking. So your Sankalpa could be, I am smoke-free, I am healthy, my lungs are healthy, something along those lines. It has to be positive, has to be in the present tense, so as if this has happened already. And then the other option you have is to have a different Sankalpa, which would be the theme of each session. So according to the theme of the session, you would have a different Sankalpa. Then we go into body scan or setting of the energy points. Depending on what we're doing, we're going to switch between those two techniques. Then we go into sensations, hot, cold, heavy, light. Sometimes sensations will either be very small or they won't be in the session so that we have time to make it a smaller kind of practice. Then we go into symbols or the visualization for the session. We repeat the Sankalpa after this to reinforce the intention. Then we have silence, which is where all the healing happens. And then we complete.
pretty sure I covered everything. If you have any kind of questions, comments, anything that you are uncertain about, or if anything comes up for you and you need to either share or you would like some input or anything at all, please follow along on Instagram at Silent Bliss Radio. Send me a DM over there and we'll talk about it. I hope that you enjoy this first season, which will be very beginner friendly. I have decided that the first season is going to be as if I'm taking someone from zero and I'm introducing them to the practice. Again, always, this is the way I like to approach Yoga Nidra. I'm in no way saying that this is a traditional, 100% traditional Yoga Nidra. So I hope you enjoy. Episode one is already online. We are going to be doing uh, the theme of letting go of negative thoughts. I hope you enjoy. And thanks so much for listening. I'll see you in the next one. Namaste. Thanks again for joining me today. If you enjoyed this episode and you like to help support the podcast, please share, follow, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Liz underscore Bumgarner and the podcast at Silent Bliss Radio. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time. Silent Bliss Radio is written, produced, and edited by me, Liz Bumgarner. Please check the show notes for more information. Thank mm-hmm. you.